Hello everyone, welcome again to another Word for Today with Ray. And before we begin, let's again go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, it is with great joy once again that we come before you on another day to be able to share in your Word, knowing that you want to teach us about yourself and your Son Jesus and your ways. Today, Lord, as we study this book of Esther, I pray that you will teach us and guide us into all truth and then, Lord, empower us to live according to those ways we ask. And we'll give you thanks for all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. The title to today's lesson is Haman Condemned. King Ahasuerus angrily exited his to his palace garden as soon as he heard that his number one chamberlain, Haman, had devised a plan to exterminate his wife Esther and her people quit simply because they were Jews. Haman, meanwhile, begged for his life before Esther. And in chapter 7 and verse 8, we see another act by Haman that infuriated the king even more. We read, Then the king returned out of the palace garden into the place of the banquet of wine, and Haman was fallen upon the bed whereon Esther was. Then said the king, Will he force the queen also before me in the house? As the word went out of the king's mouth, they covered Haman's face. The verse begins, Then the king returned out of the palace garden into the place of the banquet of wine, and Haman was fallen upon the bed where Esther was. More than likely, King Ahasuerus left the banqueting table because he was overwhelmed with wrath and did not want to react too rashly to the news of Haman's desire. However, and we imagine how he felt when he returned after cooling down just a bit and found Haman fallen upon the bed whereon Esther was. No doubt Haman followed Queen Esther to this bed pleading for his life. And without thoughts as to how it might look should he be caught there, when she went to her bed, which means couch, bed, or beer, he continued after her. At that precise moment, King Ahasuerus walked in. The verse goes on to say, Then said the king, Will he force the queen also before me in the house? The immediate conclusion drawn by the king was that Haman was attempting to force the queen, his own wife, in his own house. At this point, the king was totally done with Haman. First, the king hears about Haman's desire to kill his wife and her people, and now Haman is trying to sleep with her as well? Let's just say that Haman did everything he could to save himself and destroy the Jews, but his actions only led to his own demise. Our verse ends, As the word went out of the king's mouth, they covered Haman's face. As soon as the words and accusations of King Ahasuerus were spoken, chamberlains throughout the king's palace covered the face of Haman to prepare him for hanging. There would be no trial. There would be no further appeal. Haman was going to die and the preparation for his death began with the covering of his head. Oh, how the tables have turned! Wicked and evil Haman once thought himself to be in a place of special prominence before the king and queen, and now his face was covered, and he was destined to death. This part of the story is both sad and delightful. It is sad for Haman, but delightful for Esther and Mordecai. At this point, however, Mordecai knew nothing of Haman's fate. He only relied upon the Lord God Almighty for the salvation of both he and his family. Let us not forget that Mordecai sat in the king's gate fasting and sitting in sackcloth as he appealed to God on behalf of his people. 
Little did he know that God was mightily at work, and that which was planned by Mordecai's enemy would soon be turned upon his enemy's head. As we ponder this, could it be that God is at work in situations that seem impossible in our lives as well? Are we sitting in the humble position like Mordecai as we bring our big problem before the Lord Almighty? If we are, then we can be assured that he is at work. And if we are not, perhaps we should learn a lesson from Mordecai as we consider the result in Haman's life. Next time, we will see one of the king's chamberlains give him some important information. So read ahead and we shall join together then. Until tomorrow, there is more. And may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace as you continue to study his word. In Jesus' name, 